Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better Turn 
I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Amen. Back in business, too, man. Whew. Man, how good is God? I mean, really, if you think about it, in spite of all that's going down in your life, first of all, it could be worse. But secondly, sometimes you have to remember, and I've just had to have this conversation with myself this morning. That's how I'm fresh on this one right here. When a challenge faces you, are you going through a difficult moment or you didn't hit a bump in the road? In the middle of that, if you can manage to be grateful, it would take you a long way. Gratitude is a powerful resource. If you can be grateful in the middle of it, gratitude is a powerful resource. When it's dim for you, and then got a little bumpy on the road and you ran into some obstacles and you didn't ran up into some detour signs and your journey ain't smooth as it was last week or, or last year. You got to be grateful for the things that are going right and that have gone right and for the thing that's wrong right now to get right. Man, can I share that with you? Man, is that a tough one to learn. It is for me. It has been one of my toughest challenges is to learn how to be grateful because it's a powerful resource, but how to be grateful in moments of despair when it ain't going right. See, here's a mistake I would make. See, when something go wrong, I want to focus on the wrong so much in an attempt to fix it. But even then, the focus ain't always in the fix it. The focus becomes Man, this is bad. Man, I can't believe this is happening. Why does keep going down? Th that doesn't fix anything. You know, uh, milling over it, going over what's wrong, explaining it, sharing it with your friends, you know, making it sound worse than it is, tell the story for pity from other people. All of that right there has nothing to do with the fix. Sometimes you're just mulling over it. You're just making it worse. You're just making it a bigger problem. You, you're manifesting it into your atmosphere. You're putting it out there in your spirit. Now all of a sudden it consumes your day. Next thing you know, you're having a bad day. If you're having a bad day, it's because you've been having some bad thoughts. So what I've had to learn how to do and what I'm working on this morning is I'm working on this situation that then cropped up. I was going kind of smooth here for a minute. And now I then got real bumpy in the road. You know, and all this here. So what I'm thinking about now, though, is even though I've hit a bump in the road and even though I done ran into a detour and even though I, I've hit this lull, I've, I'm going down into a valley. I ain't up on the peak. Can I not still be grateful for all the things that God has given me, for all the things he's done for me, for all the things he's brought me through? And realizing that even this that's happening to me again is going to pass, too. He going to get me through that, too. Come on, man. God is a good God, man. It's a lot to be grateful for. So while I'm tripping on this bump in the road I didn't hit, what I got to remember is all the things he's done for me. And like I say, my saying is joy and depression cannot reside in the same place. So instead of being down about this new bump in the road, if I'm constantly Filling my mind with the thoughts of how good he's been to me 
of what all he's done for me, of all the things he's brought me through, of all the blessings he's presented me with. When I go down that list, I really don't have a lot of time to mull over the situation. Now, do I have to fix this bump in the road? Of course I do. Are there some things I'm going to have to do to straighten it out? Of course it is. But Steve, just go on and get the business of doing it and straighten it out. What you mulling over and worrying about it for? You know, old people, I heard old people say something when I was growing up in the church. They say, if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it. But if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. That's an amazing thing. And prayer just happens to be my weapon of choice. Now, it ain't always been that way. I want you to understand that. My first weapon of choice was you do it to me, I do it to you. You call me out, I call you out. You say something bad about me, I've tried to find you and say something bad about you. That was my weapon in the past. How did that work out for you, Steve? Not so good. Because you know what? I spent a lot of time fighting back, kicking back, swinging back, when I could have spent all that time climbing. See, all you're trying to do at the end of the day, folks, is have a better life than the one you got. All you're trying to do is improve your position in life. You know, it's not my business to make sure you don't get where you're going. I ain't got no time for that. It's not my job to assure that you ain't as high as me. I ain't got no time for that. Your real mission and purpose is to have the best life that you can have, to ascend to the highest plateau that you can get to, to make your family as comfortable as you can, to provide as much as you can for your family, but legally. See, those of us that are sitting up here trying to come up with sideways, you can ask a couple million men sitting in prison today how they wish they hadn't have done that. And they'll tell you, oh, man, I wish I never had did it. I knew not to go down there. Something told me not to go down there. Man, if I could change things, I would. But they sitting somewhere doing some time that had they made another decision, they wouldn't have to do. Now, that don't make them throw away people. Nah, man. Because everybody make mistakes, and God is in the forgiving business. And some of us have done some things that really broke the law and a whole lot of other things and deserve to do some time, but through the grace of God, we didn't. But now we sit up here and we pass judgment on people who got to do some. Man, I don't care. I don't care what you've done. God can forgive anything. But our position, our motivation in life is to try to have the best life we can have and provide for those around us and make it comfortable. If that's your ambition, you don't have time to worry about or concern yourself with another person. And I wasted time doing that. And that's not the way to get it done. It's simply mind to your business. Taking care of you and getting yourself right and tight is 24-7. So that's a full-time job. So what I had to learn was, and what I've the reason I've chosen prayer as, as my weapon of choice now is that now prayer helps me that I don't have to fight back. Now, if I get cornered, I'm going to fight you. I, I, I ain't even going to lie to you. And I'm still working on some things that trigger me, you know, you, you know, you, you know, and, 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 and so I'm, 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 I'm slowly getting better at that, but I've learned that my weapon of choice is prayer now. So when, it happens ugly for me, I pray about it. When it get tight and dismal for me, I pray about it. And the thing about prayer, man, is prayer changes things. Yes, it does now. 
Read about it and try it. That's the deal, okay? Come on. Prayer is a wonderful weapon. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) all I tell you is (laughs) he did it again. (laughs) <laughs> That's all I got for you. And God, God, something else, man. I don't know if you realize he's greatest of all time. Ain't ain't nobody like him. He's he's he's. There ain't even words. There's not even words to describe his majesty. It's he all over there, man. I'm I'm. You know, think about this. I'm so glad I know him though. That's the part that amazes me. I am so glad that I know my God to be who He huh. is. Huh. For me. Now, how he is for you, that may be your favorite. But, I mean, you know, that might be your business. But can I tell you something about me and God? I already know I am one of his favorites. Now, listen to me. Before you start stumbling all over yourself, wondering why you got to be the favorite. You can be his, too. Yes, you can. He he have billions of favorites if you want to be. He's capable Mm -hmm. of that, you know. He ain't like me. Like, you know, like I have a favorite child. And I just do. That's all to it. I ain't got to fix that. I ain't got to tell it to you. You know, and they know who they are, too. Because when they come up to me, it just depends on what day it is. I have a favorite child. But God has a lot of favorite child. And you you can get to be one. Good what? thing I ain't the Lord. Hmm. What? <laughs> that took a turn, didn't it? Welcome yes. to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> real godly and then just a real black moment all at the same time. Why did he have to say he had a favorite child? Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica Jr., real name Killer Wong Space, and Killer the legend Wong. that is Nephew Tommy Jr. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's going yeah, on, man? Black, black man. Just black. Black man. Oh, yeah. I take pride in that. Yeah, yeah favorite Yo, child. Junior, can I tell you something? One of my Who's favorite that? things I've ever done was to be black. I thank God for that a lot of times because being black has given me an experience with some stuff in it that I know other people can't have. And I've dealt with it, and I ain't all been good, but boy, whoo, it sure is cool to be black, though. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it's what? such a cool list, though. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Dancing. Dancing good. On beat. Everything. Yeah, I, know that. I ain't even got to try hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know the downbeat automatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We speak to other black people. That make it good. No, know how to speak without saying a word. Watch this here. Look at this. Right. Zoom watch this here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So just <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. It. And everybody yeah. good with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have you know, all the money. little words. Hey, now. Black people, we can have a whole conversation without yeah. talking. With one any word. With yeah. one hey, any word. <laughs> here is the ultimate warning from black people. I know. You're right. Uh, yeah. That right That's there? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimate warning. You, uh-huh. Get yeah. your own. Gotta understand that. You know, another thing we do as black folk, uh, warning each other when we're in rooms with other people. Just a look. I'm, I'm yeah. Get something go down. I'm, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here you go right here. You yeah. get the other black person. You do like this right here. Mm. <laughs> All right, guys. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam and church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. We <laughs> gavel here this morning on a very, very agrarious day. Realizing that Deacon probably gonna get into some subject matter that is of yeah. the deepest depravity of yeah. deprivation. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna bother you with my normal elongated introductory. Yeah. Uh, I will allow him full continent of time. Uh, the uh, full continent of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone once told me, Pastor, that's full compliment. <laughs> I said, well, suppose he not compliment anyone. Uh, uh, Why is we saying that? Lord Jesus. Let us gather this morning, Brother Deacon J- Def Jam, go ahead this morning. Ah, Pastor, I, Sister Lunell Davis, uh, her son Lunell. Malik. Uh, her summer league gave her a birthday party with a bunch of gifts. Uh, all the gifts have security detectors on them. And when she went to the mall, <laughs> she keep beeping every time she go in and out these stores. She's asking if anybody who had a dark past knows how to get these things off of her clothes that he done bought her. <laughs> Brother Rollo oh. has uh, the little uh, device at his house. Ah, oh, okay. Hey, why yeah, is okay. that? It off. Yeah. He charges $12 to remove them. Each a, a bargain? Minimum three items. <laughs> put that out there. Go ahead, Dean. Ah, Pastor, we got an issue. Sister Denise Jernigan is in jail for fighting over the last can of cranberry sauce in the grocery store. Uh, bail is $500. She's asking us to please hurry up so she can start her dressing. But yeah, um, we're we gonna pay the five hundred for this here. We uh, that girl dressing is Lord out this world, and uh, she brings some by every year. So we are gonna take five hundred out the jackpot joint and go on and get her uh free. Amen. What was uh 
We're going to call it the FFT fund, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. What's that? Okay. The FFT uh, fund. That's free for Thanksgiving. Oh, oh free for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Free for Thanksgiving. Go yeah. make that deposit. I okay that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a serious situation. I, I just got this call this morning. Now, brother Xavier Thompson mm-hmm. was supposed to drop turkeys off uh, at the church this morning mm-hmm. for the turkey drive. Now, he dropped mm-hmm. off 50 turkeys, and that's the amount it was supposed to be. But, Pastor, the turkeys are alive, and they running all around the, uh, through the back <laughs> kitchen of the church, all up around the church. How do you want to handle this? Well, also, I must refer you to Brother Rollo. Brother Rollo has a turkey killing service. (laughs) He has a turkey killing service. And that, too, is $12. Is it? So while you're getting your uh, safety uh, theft tags taken off your clothes, uh-huh. You also get your turkey killed over there at Rollo. Uh-huh. He got everything. Terrible. Praise God for Brother Rollo. Uh-huh. Turkey killer. You're laughing at yourself. That's, that's the TKS fund we have. TKS. What is that, Pastor? That's a turkey killing service. All oh, the jackpot is loaded Terrible. with jewels. Mm. Uh, I didn't know that this person joined church recently. They joined by... Uh, I guess they joined by email, but he's asking for some help. Uh, P. Diddy is asking if we can pray for him. No. He said all these people are lying on him at mm. the same time, and he wants us to pray for him. No, that's up to you, though, Pastor. I don't know what to do uh, with well, new members like this here, so I, I have well, no idea. Well, we, we are a church, and we have to pray for the downtrodden. Mm. But do know his ties this month will be 30000 <laughs> oh, That's excuse all. me, I'm sorry. Three hundred. Yeah. Three. Okay. Matter of fact, whoa, 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 I'm going too slow. We well, hold up. We need three million. Tell yeah. brother Puffy yeah. that his ties this month is three million dollars. Yes. For we uh-huh. offer up our prayer. Ten percent. Our prayer. Because hmm. that's what that's the, the from the AP committee. You get sent over to the AP committee once you make a request for prayer Mm. until you are caught up on your ties and Mm. in line with our bylaws of our church at the JPJJ, the AP committee will not uh, help you. And for those of you that are trying to figure out what is AP, (laughs) until you are tied credit worthy, we not saying our prayer. No, AP. AP. Our prayer. We ain't playing. <laughs> not our prayer. Hmm. Shout out to uh, Deacon 50 for <laughs> always being on the internet in such a timely way. Yeah. I was He's a solid one of our, uh, one of our reporters here at the church yeah. that 21 questions. stays up on the uh, salacious gossip came in and reported that uh, after the settlement, Deacon 50 posted, whew, that was quick. <laughs> uh, let me get to this one, Pastor, because uh, this is a serious one. Uh, uh, Sister Strawberry, uh, who can't cook, is asking if someone can bring her a plate on Thursday around noon, but everyone will be busy. Uh, what can we do to help her out, Pastor? I don't really know. 
What I the, hate this church. You know, we're also, uh, Sister Shirley normally takes food from our uh, service kitchen. You know, we give away, we feed the homeless and shelter <laughs> people feed the at home. the church uh-huh. down in the basement. Yeah. Me- and that's normally where wheel. Sister meals Shirley eats. Oh, oh, look at the time. We have to go. <laughs> but you, Sister Shirley, you're invited back to the uh, homeless shelter dinner. <laughs> With Brother Rollo. <laughs> Coming up next, ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, after being sued for $30 million by his ex, Cassie Ventura, Diddy has settled the suit for an undisclosed amount. Snoop Dogg, as everyone worried after he said he stopped smoking weed, and uh, Kanye and his wife put their marriage on pause, allegedly. That's all coming up at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to Kanye. The CLO, yeah. He just got married to mm-hmm. this other one. Almost a year, not even quite a year, yeah. We're moving on now to um, Ask the CLO. This is from Leandra in um, Atlantic City. Leandra writes, I'm married to a beautiful woman, but she got the worst attitude. She's got the worst attitude. I heard her telling her mom that she hates going to my family's house for Thanksgiving. Since she hates it so much, should I plan to go but not invite her this year? Leandra, Leandre, Leandre. Sorry, I must. Well, bro, that's a hard one because I don't really, you know, you say she's a wonderfully beautiful woman, but she has a horrible personality. Bad attitude. You know, I don't know that everybody has to like your family. I'm pretty sure you love them. (laughs) But there's some people in your family that ain't really likable. I'm pretty sure. And I think she's right about that. And because there's if somebody in everybody family. So, you know, should you uninvite her? Yeah, you can do that. And she might be okay with it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, because usually, especially in a marriage, you know, there's always this whose house we going over, especially when both of y'all got families involved, mm-hmm. but parents still living. Y'all might be debating on whose house we're going to go over this Thanksgiving. And she just has a better time at her family. You know, they might all be stuck up in bougie with a bad attitude on her side. And that's what she's comfortable with. But, you know. Everybody don't want to eat your uh, Adele's damn uh, bean casserole. We, everybody don't want that. Everybody don't like all this. All right. So I don't. I don't. I can't help you with that one, bro. Don't uninvite her. Just tell her it's an option for her to go or not, and see which option she pick, picks. And if yeah, she stay home yeah. to watch a football game, she can't stand your damn. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Blaine in Columbia. Blaine says, my husband was in the bathroom talking on the phone when he was supposed to be taking a shower. He was giggling and I heard mumbling. He lied and said he was rapping in the shower. If that's true, <laughs> why did his phone have soap all over it? <laughs> He was because in the water he was rapping in the shower <laughs> on his phone. Yeah, he was uh-huh. freestyling in the shower. Yeah, he was recording it. He was taking. Oh, he, it. yeah. Thank you. Okay, you had to say that he was recording oh. it. Sitting in the shower, I'm soaking wet. <laughs> My girl at the door trying to get her a check, but I ain't gonna let her hear me. Going to keep it quiet. Everybody knows I'm just a living ride. I got money over here. I got cars in the driveway. Everybody knows. Look at her trying to hear what I say. Huh? 
huh, huh, and then that's it right there. <laughs> it's like the hey, man, I want to say something, too, about people who freestyle. The respect that I have for freestyle rappers when I see More? them on these podcasts uh -huh. and stuff, and they yeah. be just going off the top of their dome. Mm -hmm. them, some, them, them dudes right there. Bad boys and the Homer. Legit. Because uh -huh. yeah. I get tired of rhyming after the third line. <laughs> Think right. too far ahead. I don't like that. Go ahead, shit. <laughs> Moving on to Kanitra in Reno. Kanitra says, My boyfriend and I were in the liquor store, and another guy winked at me. I told my boyfriend, and he spoke to the guy, and we left. I asked why he gave the guy a pass, and he said it was best to walk away. Why didn't he tell the guy I am his girl? Wait a minute. He said Maybe something you. to the guy. You know what I mean? Did That's it? all yeah. it is. That's all it is. He winked. He didn't touch you. You know, he didn't disrespect you. The mm -hmm. disrespect was towards him. He winked at you. You told the guy. He went over to the guy and said something to the guy. What you want him to do? Because yeah, this can want? escalate into something really, really bad. Mm -hmm. And as a woman, you got to be careful what you set your man up for. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. You know, yeah. look, and really, like, go. if the dude winked at the dude, if the guy winked at you, you should have let that go till y'all got in the car. Because you could have walked your man into a real, real treacherous situation. situation. And, and see, let me tell you something. You got to be a real grown woman about some of this stuff now. Because mm -hmm. you got to protect your man. Mm -hmm. He winked at me. What you going to do about it? Now he go over there and say something. Why didn't you tell him I was your girl? What? What? I mean, couldn't he yeah, figure that out by him going him over there to speak to him? Damn, if he <laughs> go over there to the dude, you... Yeah, that's pretty he might, he might have went over and said, hey, man, hold up, hold up. Just she with me. And, and, and let it be going on. But it is best to walk away over mm -hmm. a yes. wink. Mm -hmm. Man, you mess around and get shot over somebody winking at you. Yeah, that's so, crazy. If you got a girl don't nobody want to wink at or flirt with, who, 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 what you with her for? <laughs> you better tell the truth up in here, Steve that Harvey. C-L-O. But that right there, man, <laughs> stop setting your man up for danger because men out here are different, man. Just let that That's go. True. You shouldn't. Yeah. Even, I would never. Yeah. When we was in the liquor store, this guy winked at me. Why didn't you say something there? Because I know you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, last one, Steve. We're moving on to Vicky in Memphis. Vicky says, I'm a 62-year-old single woman with 11 kids. I had eight and raised three whoa, of my whoa, sister's whoa, 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 kids. 11 kids. Read, just read it again for me so I can understand. I'm a 62-year-old single woman with 11 kids. Okay. okay. I had eight and raised three of my sister's kids. Okay. My boyfriend is 60 and he doesn't have children and said he doesn't like children. He knows I have a big family. So why is he pursuing a relationship with me? Yeah, he just wants you. He don't want them kids, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's all this is. <laughs> yeah, that's all this is. He, yeah. hey, like, hey, 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 I'm old. I'm 60. Mm -hmm. I want you. I don't like kids. I ain't never had none. I don't like them. You got eleven kids. Eleven. I can tell you the fact that somebody talking to you <laughs> is a hallelujah, <laughs> praise the Lord moment. Oh, wow. uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah. why is he trying to pursue a relationship with her? Why? He he not trying to pursue a relationship with you. He just wants you. See, but you see, you work. think it's a relationship. Mm -hmm. He just mm -hmm. trying to holler at you. Oh. Now, he done already made it clear. Listen to me. When a man tell you 
that when he know you got 11 kids and first word out his mouth is I don't like kids he letting you know I'm just trying to holler at you I ain't gonna be here I don't wanna go no family outings damn sure don't wanna pay help pay for nothing you got 11 kids stop telling people that <laughs> she stop. said she told so stop saying that? 11 though that's just too damn that's too <laughs> that scares you about 11 yeah. <laughs> you know we can sign you got five kids we signed up for that 11 <laughs> no. it makes it hard alright I got 11 kids you, you can't say to nobody she said they're grown she's 62 coming yeah. up at the top of the hour thank you CLO better not put uh, that on your dating profile I can't <laughs> We've, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this we need a table for 13 Crazy. you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show there's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On last Thursday, Cassandra Cassie Ventura filed a 35-page, $30 million lawsuit 
In the lawsuit, she accused Sean Diddy Combs of numerous crimes, including domestic abuse, rape, sex trafficking, and forcing a drug-induced lifestyle on her. According to the lawsuit, Cassie and Diddy began dating when she was 19, and Diddy was 37 years old. This was a year after Cassie was signed to a 10-album deal with Bad Boy Records, and after a 10-year allegedly abusive relationship, Cassie and Diddy broke up for good in 2018. Diddy's attorney stated that Diddy did vehemently deny Cassie's allegations and noted that she had previously demanded $30 million from Diddy by threatening to write a damaging book about their relationship. Now, on Friday, Cassie and Diddy settled the $30 million lawsuit for an undisclosed amount. The terms of the settlement are confidential. Afterwards, Diddy's attorney released a statement noting that the settlement does not equate to an admission of guilt by Diddy. There are 35 pages of the lawsuit, and Cassie details the alleged abuse she endured over the decade that she was dating Diddy. There have been a lot of mixed feelings on social media, with most of the commenters rejoicing over Cassie's victory and others accusing Cassie of creating the lawsuit just to get a big payday from Diddy. So what do you guys think? Uh, I mean, as a victim, I mean, -hmm. she was very young when she dated him, right? Yeah, 19 19 years Mm -hmm. old. He's a very powerful person. Mm-hmm. He probably was manipulation going on mm-hmm. with that. She was young and easily influenced. And if there was drugs and things like that involved and sexual assault, she should have a big payday. She mm-hmm. should sue him for what she went through. Yeah. Carla, it's so much stuff on social media. It's crazy. Yeah, I've I mean, seen some of every, it. It's, yeah. it's so much stuff that's connected with Diddy that I'm like, that I had no earthly idea about. I mean, it's just everywhere. It's just like everybody's putting out what they've heard, what they've seen from back in mm-hmm. the day. It's all just coming out. Yeah. Hey. yeah. And yeah. then you have the people that are upset with Cassie that are saying, why she take this long and all of that? Well, you know, well, that I part, mean, who cares? Yeah, you I can't don't determine. I don't, I, don't, I don't like when people do that to some of these women because... Mm-hmm. Just, just based on what she wrote. Listen, you. It take a long time to come out and say half that stuff about yourself. Yeah. You got to get over the shame of what happened. You got to get past the, 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 the feelings. The you know, you you're trying heal. to move on. I, yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know. So you know, but they. You can't. It makes me sick when people get mad at at the girl. If, the victim. especially if something happened to the girl. Mm-hmm. Now, I know plenty of people who have falsely acclaimed a lot of people of stuff that never really happened. It happens all the time. And it's a damn shame because when a person comes out that has a legitimate claim, you always throw that cast of doubt on it right there. But I just this whole situation right here, a friend of mine texted me and said, man, how your day going? I said, it's going all right. No, it's going great. You ain't Diddy. <laughs> mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I went, I guess my day is going great. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just makes you wonder, you know, and I know I'm not alone when people, he settled so fast. Yeah. I mean, you like, know, after yeah. she came oh, yeah. out with it. So it makes you mm-hmm. think, well, that Why is did you no settle for way. something you didn't do mm-hmm. like that. Fight it. Yeah. No way mm-hmm. you to can keep... let this go to court. This 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 ain't finna work out, man. 
See, especially now in the climate that we're in. You know what I mean? But it's Mm -hmm. it's, just two parts of that, too, and I do agree. But in the climate that we're in, you this go to court. You can't. This this a no win. Do you see what has happened just off the lawsuit? This is just. Yeah. Look, hey, man. And this is Mm -hmm. a civil lawsuit. But you know what, though? What's crazy is this ain't no blog. This was on CNN. This they filed this was a court case. A See, that, case. that this is real. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, this is out the blog. Yeah. He's you, a you, national they ain't figure. On you, International dog. figure. This is yeah. this is a court case. We, they're talking about evidence, incriminating evidence, and that that's the major problem here. And settling is really the only option he had. He had no other option. He can't win this one. Because if this was 35 pages, yeah, 35 pages, yeah, yeah, bruh, yeah, you know the witnesses that's on 35 pages. Ooh, Mm. yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Now you can't have no counter witness to 35 pages because who gonna stand up on your behalf? Because it, first of all, it ain't a good look in this culture and time. The, yeah. the settlement was all he could do. It was all yeah. he could do was the settlement. Well, well, can I ask you this, Unc? Let me just ask you this, Unc. Do he, do he still get to be called Brother Love is what I'm asking. That's a no. That's a whole okay. That would be a no. I just want to make sure. Because we need to find a new name for you. There ain't going to be love. He got to change his name again. He got to change this. I hope his attorneys advised him to that. Yeah. Amen. Why are you talking about love no more? Somebody asked me, they said, what do you think the settlement was for? I said for $30 million mm-hmm. and possibly mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Because listen, wow. let me tell you something. That, that was no, that was, that was too quick for negotiating. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. I done negotiated a TV contract longer than that. <laughs> judge Good Steve. For Good for her. Come on, Judge yeah, Steve. <laughs> that went away so fast. Yeah, everybody was shocked at that, too. The timing of it all. Yeah. All right, guys, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, once again this year, the Steve Harvey Morning Show is giving away turkeys today and tomorrow in select markets. We'll tell you all about it coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we as a family here at the Steve Harvey Morning Show are blessed, praise the Lord, and we want to continue to be a blessing to others. So this year, we are providing close to, get this number, 10,000 turkeys to families in need. In our participating markets, our local stations, our churches, or community organizations have selected the families in their markets, and uh, we'll be handing out turkeys today and tomorrow. We want to shout out some of our markets that will be participating in this year's Steve Harvey Morning Show Turkey Giveaway. We got to say thank you guys to WBLS in New York. Thank you, WBLS. WVAZ in Chicago. Yeah. Hometown station right there. Uh, steppers. <laughs> KRNB in Dallas. Crip. Yes. Love it. <laughs> Shout love out love to it. them. <laughs> and Tommy, you say this one best. W-H-U-R in D.C. What her? What yes. her? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And W-D-A-L-W-D-A-S in Philly. Yeah. 105.3 like sounds Philly like Philly to me. Yes. Yes. And finally, of course, W-M-X-D in Detroit. 
Me. Motown. 92.3. Yes. Damn. <laughs> Detroit. Yeah, my so. favorite city. Yes. In all my touring years. Wow, because of the uh, the shore, right? Where you can get I love clothes. nothing like I love going to Detroit. It was 111 <laughs> miles from Cleveland. And just, it just Detroit close. was Cleveland to me. Wow. And them Detroit people, man, they came out and they had City Slickers and Broadway. And <laughs> I, I, just Detroit, man, they got a flavor in Detroit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Love us Detroit. Detroit. That Detroit, no. man, always was special for me, man. That damn Detroit. And tomorrow, Carla, you're going to be in Birmingham with Hot 107.7 at their big turkey giveaway. So tell us about it. You looking forward to it? Every year, our uh-huh. home station mm-hmm. in Birmingham, we're all over the city. And tomorrow, mm-hmm. you all will listen to uh, Hot 107.7. Tasha Simone in the midday. I will be hanging with my girl. Mm-hmm. We will be handing out turkeys. We always give back. Steve Harvey Morning Show is huge in the hot ham. And okay. so we're always giving back. Yes, giving out turkeys every year. Last year, Tasha was there with me. She was Aww. sitting there coloring with the kids and uh-huh, hanging out right? with the kids. So we always have a good time and represent the Steve Harvey Morning Show, giving back and be ham. Yes, that's right. That's Burning right. Him, we love him Star too. Dome, Bruce Ass, first guy to ever <laughs> headline me in comedy. Yes, my man. I got love. For Thank you, brother. All right. Mm-hmm. So, Steve Harvey Nation, take a photo and tag at Steve Harvey FM when you pick up your turkeys today and tomorrow. Now, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, Sister Odell will be in the building right after this. Odie. Odie, Odie. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, she is here as promised. Love. On this Thanksgiving week. Lifted me, Sister Odell. <laughs> yes, it did. Love lifted me. Lifted me. Good morning, everyone. Good, Good morning, Good morning, Good morning everybody. Special shout out to the truck driver that don't care for me. <laughs> Still here. You have not forgot that. Oh, oh, every week. Every week. No, I, I got to send a shout out to him. You know, it just goes to show you, you know, if you're looking for people's approval, you might not get it. My approval comes from the Lord. Amen. Amen. You cannot realize that. You know, just pray for your safety. Keep your eyes on the road, sweetie. <laughs> you be careful out there now. What's going on today? Well, Sister Odell, some really sad news. Uh, mm-hmm. Former First Lady uh, Rosalind Carter has passed away. She was 96 years old. Oh, Lord. Not yes, Rosie. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. She died peacefully with her family by her side at her home in Plains, Georgia. Now, did you ever, I wanted to ask you, did you ever get to meet President Carter and First Lady Rosalind? Did you ever get to meet them? Mm-hmm. I met them down in Georgia one time. We were shelling peanuts together. Oh, Mm-hmm. Me I and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, I knew how... his grandfather. Oh yeah. Who? You... Mm-hmm. What Nutter. was his name? Who? Nutter. <laughs> Nutter. 
Nutter, N-U-T-T-E-R, Nutter Butter. That's where they got the name from. You know they in the peanuts. Oh. Nutter Butter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Scared you, didn't it? Yes, yes, ma'am, it did. Yes. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes. Terrified. That's because you're nasty. <laughs> you need to get your mind on the Lord and get it out the gutter. Said, I said Nutter, and everybody went, mm, what? Wait yeah. a minute now. Hold on. We did get tight. We did. Yeah, oh, I know you did, sweetie, but you ain't got to worry about me. I'm, I'm Holy Ghost Phil. Wow! Mm. <laughs> scared me there a little mm. bit. I know yeah. I did. Uh-huh. That's the power of the, that's power of the Lord. Mm-hmm. It'll shake you. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. this is Thanksgiving week, we know. And um, so what are your plans for the Thanksgiving holiday? Oh, Lord, I'm going to have to stop at several revivals oh. this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I'm going by uh, Centelia's house. My girl, Centelia, she having Thanksgiving. We're going to go down there and eat and enjoy ourselves. She's having some men's over this year. Oh, really? Oh, men's. Uh-huh. Um, she sent some pictures to me, you know, on the Facebook. You know, my kids put me on, on the Facebook. Facebook, and so I mm-hmm. looked up the men's. I'm going to be late because I don't feel like pushing nobody up the ramp. <laughs> So you're going to be late I on purpose. I told her to quit bringing these old dead-ass invalid people in to meet me because I'm not shoving <laughs> nobody around. Sister Odell don't get shoved. I ain't, I ain't dating you to help you. <laughs> no, Lord. I am not dating a man. I got the white. Yes. Uh, 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 <laughs> whoa. Wow, sister. I ain't helping you wash back there, none of that. Mm -mm, We're not finna do this. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Carla, did you want to ask Sister Odell something? I forgot my question. (laughs) You got stuck. Told y'all you wash when you find out what we're going to do. Definitely. I'm not pushing you, and I ain't wiping you. Now, now we can go out after that. I was going to say, well, what will you do, Sister Odell? You know, I I help you with your prescriptions and things. I go oh, down medication. there and get them. I make oh, all the phone calls. I yeah. cook for you. Oh. You know, I take. I make sure we get to these doctor's appointments and everything. Okay. But you know, that's nice. Well, that's good. That's helpful. Yeah. So he can have a nurse or a caretaker for the rest of the things. That yeah, you don't all want that. To just do. I tell you one thing. What we can't do is when we first start dating and we go down there and that first doctor reported bad news. I'm gonna do what the kids say. I'm gonna get ghosts. You're going to break up on the first? Yeah, that's, I see all that coming. I ain't finna okay. be here for all that. We just thank, met. Thank you, Sister Odell. We want you to have a happy Thanksgiving. Sure will. Yes, ma'am. Coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is body heat and smelly feet. We'll get into that, find out what that's all about in just a few. It's not what you think it is, I can tell you that already. But um, it's something, though. <laughs> it's stink, though. It always uh-huh. stink, though. <laughs> right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? This right here, Shirley, is Baby Chick. Baby Chick. Y'all probably ain't, y'all ain't used to seeing nothing like that. Baby Chick. Mm-hmm. You don't know nothing about that. Hard. Let's go, kid, though. We're going to drop it on him. Baby Chick, let's go. Thank you for calling. I'm trying to uh, reach Warren, the manager. Is he in? Hold for me one second, please. This is Warren. Thank you for calling. Can I help you? Yeah, you, are you the manager there? Yes, sir. Your name Warren? Yes, sir. This is Warren. Okay, I, I need to actually file a lawsuit on y'all. And I'm actually calling you first to let you know that I'm getting ready to file a lawsuit on the whole grocery store, 
uh, uh, for what did happen to me. Uh, sir, um, let me let me get. Uh, hold on a second, sir. Let me do this. Let me let me. Uh, what what did you say your name was? My name is Evans. <laughs> Evans is my name. So Evans is your last name. Let me let me write this down. And you came into my store. Did you have an accident in my store or something? I'm not exactly sure what you're calling about. I I, I had no accident. What happened was I came in there yesterday and I bought uh, a bunch of groceries and I bought a carton of eggs. Right. Now when I got home, I, I was checking to make sure the eggs didn't didn't break on the way home. When I got home, there was a baby chick inside the egg carton, man. One of the eggs had it had hatched. And got my kids traumatized. Now they don't even want to eat breakfast or nothing around here because there's a baby chick Wait. inside the car. The eggs. Uh, that don't make no sense, man. Sir, um, <laughs> I don't mean to. Uh, let me. So you tell me there was a, a, a chicken, a baby chicken, an actual chicken in the there egg. There was a baby chick inside the carton of eggs, man. Okay. And you got my kids traumatized, man. Don't nobody okay, want to okay, eat nothing. You got eggs if you're just in it no more. Right here because sir, if you just calm down for one second, listen. Um, put that I, chick down. What I told y'all, put that chicken down in there. Put it down. It might have rabies. Say what the? I don't even think that that's possible. First of all, if you had any idea how this thing comes from the farm to the store, it is. It, they go over these eggs a countless number of times. And the temperature in the freezer, first of all, wouldn't even allow for a chicken to be alive. If you had a baby, I don't know. Oh, I, I did. This one is this one. This one, my. I, I don't know how this one got past the system, okay? But what I do know is we got a baby chick over here running around because y'all still ain't doing what y'all supposed to do, man. And I got a, and now my kids are traumatized behind this. When did you say you were in here, sir? I was in there yesterday. I bought the eggs yesterday, man. In down here at Elm Street? Yes. I bought them except the grocery store. I sure did. Okay. Let's do this. Why don't you bring the eggs in to me? And the chick. So now you want me to transport a baby chick back to the grocery store? I, oh, my, my. Look, we already traumatized over here already behind this doggone baby chick, man. So I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what you are trying to pull here, but I, I just don't. I don't think that. First of all, any anyone with common sense would tell you that that's not possible. First of all, you can't have a baby chick. Uh, living in a in a in a, a dozen eggs, there is no possible way that this the temperature in my freezers are right above freezing. There's no chickens are a fragile creature in the first place. You can't have a little bird is not going to survive the transport from the farm to the factory to my store. This chick did, man. This but, but, hey hey hey, I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. I'm not gonna this go back and forth with you. Anybody, if you want to bring me a dozen eggs. Bring the dozen eggs in. If you can catch the chick, catch the chick. Hey man, you can't. You, you're supposed to be the manager. You're not supposed to talk to me like this. So I'm just trying all. to tell you uh, as politely as possible. If you want to bring in the the eleven eggs and a chick, I will gladly refund your money, give you another car eggs, whatever you want to do. But I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to file a lawsuit because y'all done traumatized me and my kids. Sir, listen. All right, let's just bring this down. A lawsuit, sir. It over. Uh, a, a, a dozen eggs. Oh, oh I mean, a dozen eggs that got a baby chick in it, man. So let, uh, let me get your phone number and some information, and I will talk to my manager, and we will figure this thing out for you. Because I, I just, I just don't believe that this would be possible. I just, I don't understand how you would have. Let him. Let, just leave him over there. 
Don't touch the chicken. I just don't believe that this could possibly be happening. So this is it's, it's unbelievable to me to even get this phone call. Sir, sir, I don't have time to go back and forth with you about how something happened. All I know is it, maybe it's a fluke accident, okay? But it happened. My kids are over here playing with a baby chick, and, and, and I'm traumatized. I don't even want to ever have breakfast ever again. And I'm going to make show. I file a lawsuit on your show and your show. Me? I don't think that has anything to do with me. I, I didn't do anything uh, uh, except come into work today. You understand what I'm saying? If you want to file a lawsuit, okay, I'm going to file a lawsuit. I'm filing a lawsuit on the grocery store, and I'm filing a lawsuit on the manager, Warren, which is your for giving me a hard time about what I'm telling you that happened. You ain't even got a hard time on the media. You understand what I'm saying? You want a hard time, come down here with those eggs. I'm bringing the eggs down here, and I'm bringing that baby chick that back uh, down there too. I'm bringing all of it. Well, please, because I'd like to see it. How much did you pay for those eggs? I paid about $2. It ain't about how much I paid for the eggs. It's what you have traumatized Oh, yeah, because I'm going to give you just that much back in the when you get here. Do you understand what I'm uh, saying? I don't give a I got, times, I got customers out here in line, legitimate people want my attention, and not some jack on the telephone talking about some chicken and a grabbing egg. Okay, well, let me let me tell you this, too. Do you have a guy that works at the checkout uh, uh, named uh, Tyrant? Yes. Okay, Tyrant got me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Warren, your just got pranked. What? You kidding me. <laughs> Hey, man, look, man, how do you come up with chicken, chickens going through eggs, man? Man, I'm about to, I, I swear to God, I got people looking at me in this store like I'm crazy. Hey, Juan, I got to ask you, man, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> You check out guy Tyrant. He got you, man. Yeah, I'm going to get his <laughs> too. I'm going to put him back in produce. I'm going to take him off the register. How about this? I get him stacking eggs. <laughs> there you go. Now, was that stupid enough? I just want to make sure. <laughs> I just want to make sure. You know, I just want to get everybody's opinion if I was stupid enough. Yes. Ooh. You have to ask. Yes, yes. sir. Yes. Okay. Check More than we box. hoped for. <laughs> All right. I, I got to say this. Uh, I enjoyed Virginia Beach, uh, five sold-out shows in Virginia Beach. I appreciate y'all coming, hanging out with me this past weekend. Thank you, thank you. And then me, Joe Claire, and Mike Washington did where, um, a fundraiser uh, last night in Washington, D.C., uh, Friends of Carter Barron Foundation, where the Performing Arts Center, where they're raising money for a new theater. It's where comedy meets D.C.'s go-go. Comedy meets D.C. go-go. And we had a blast last night. So thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Laying in the cut for nephew Tommy is Tommy T's Comedy Club, Oakland, California. December 8, 9, and 10. 8, 9, and 10. All right. There you have okay. it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a beast, in case y'all ain't know. If y'all ever come see me, y'all, one, one day my, my radio family will come see me. I'm trying to tell you, I'm, 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 I'm next. We've I'm seen next. you before. You act like I'm we've next, never seen you. But you ain't seen me lately. Oh, oh. It's diff okay. You're different. Nah. You got Come see, see me. Okay. Well, we have Come to see what all the fuss is about. Come see me. You must be Seriously. talking to everybody You're fussing else. about you now? I'll okay. be on shows Come with you, so I've seen Come you. see me. Okay. You know, yeah. you're right. Now, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've seen you. Yes. <laughs> you can vouch for him, Junior. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> 
Your uncle is awfully quiet right now. He ain't been. He, ain't, he don't come out no more. He don't come around, the, you know, the comedy scene. Uh -huh. no more. He just, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, he, he changed. You <laughs> All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter, subject body heat and smelly feet. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking Submit Strawberry Letter. And uh, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know. It could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Subject, thank you, nephew, body heat and sweaty feet. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for 12 years and we had a son before we got married. He's 16 now. Then we had what we call an oops baby six years ago. And since then, I sank into a depression because I thought my mid-40s would be when we would travel, hang out with our friends and be having a lot of wild sex. Now I'm a boring boy mom and my husband and I are both overweight. We barely greet each other with a kiss when we get home from work and sex is a thing of the past because we have a six-year-old in the bed with us. My husband lets him sleep right in between us and if I go put him in his own bed, my husband is cool with letting him come back into our bed. I asked my husband if it's a way to keep from having sex with me and he 
said that he didn't think I wanted him anymore. What I don't want is this little person between us with his body heat all on my side of the bed. I also do not want his little sweaty feet touching me during the night. I want my husband's body heat all on me at night, and I'm almost tired of fighting for it. My husband said our son has sweet feet, and his tiny heart is warm because he's between us every night. I am starting to read between the lines because I seem to be the only one that is missing intimacy in this marriage. I've been overlooking a lot of stuff that was obvious to my male cousin when I told him about my marriage. Right away, he said, my husband is cheating on me and he's using our son to stay away from me at night. My cousin said that he noticed my husband keeps his phone on silent all the time. This is something I never paid attention to. Is my cousin on to something? Is our son in our bed for a reason? Please help. Well, you know, you say you've sank into a depression after you had your baby, um, all of this. I mean, who knows? It could be what you suspect. He's not touching you for some reason, maybe because you're depressed, maybe because, you know, you, you don't have the energy you used to have or, or what it could be a, a number of reasons. Um, but how is it that your cousin knows about it? Has he seen him or heard anything or is he just going by you, you what you told him and trying to put two and two together? Um, your cousin could be wrong. Instead of talking to your cousin, why didn't you talk to your husband about this? And as far as the baby goes, I mean, kids love to sleep with their parents. They love that. They love to be in bed with mom and dad. You could put him in his own bed when he goes to sleep for good and you and your husband can be intimate then but your husband not wanting to be intimate with you ever that is a problem so this is not about the baby being in bed his body heat and sweaty feet i mean he's a baby you know i mean a six-year-old uh this is about is your husband cheating on you and what's wrong with your marriage uh the answer is your husband might be but uh because you're lying there in bed with him and there's no action going on on. Your marriage is in trouble, that's for sure. There's no romantic interaction between you two and your husband is paying you no attention, you say. So you got to, you know, if there's some signs here. You got to stop overlooking them so you can see what's really going on in this marriage and not so you won't have to wonder, you won't have to speculate. Then you can decide how you want to move forward. Steve. Wow. Well, all right, everybody, here we go. This lady been married to this man for 12 years. They had a child before they got married, so they got one child at 16. Then she said they had what they call an oops baby six years ago. And after that, it threw her into depression. And she's saying because she's in depression because she thought in her 40s would be when we would travel and hang out with our friends and be having a lot of wild sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what you thought, huh? You thought in your 40s, that's when you'd be traveling and hanging out with your friends. What 40s you talking about? Because I miss them. I miss them 40s. Most people miss them 40s you talking about. That's what happened in the movies. But in real life, you ain't traveling and hanging out with your friends in 40s. You're trying to pull your life together. <laughs> And 40s, 40s, man, is a real grind year, what I've found. It, it could be different from some. But, uh, you know, y'all don't hang out with your friends. Y'all don't have no more wild sex. You a boring boy, mom, and your husband, both y'all overweight. Oh, here we go. 
Simmons. Yeah, he was both of y'all overweight. Yeah. That's what y'all, when y'all walk in the room, that's when everybody go, here come the biggins. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> here, come, here come the biggins. <laughs> the biggins. <laughs> Anyway, right. that ain't got nothing to do with everybody pick mm-hmm. up weight. Listen, we I, I normally joke about that, but we ain't gonna focus on that because that ain't what this letter about. Mm-hmm. Now, we barely greet each other with a kiss when we get home from work, and sex is a thing of the past because we have a six year old in the bed with us. Up, pump your brakes, stop. What did you just say? We have a six year old in bed with us. Shirley kept calling him a baby. At six, why is your ass in this bed? You six. The baby coming in the bed is when the one-year-old gets scared or a two-year-old or something like that. That's a baby in the bed. He's six. His ass go to school. <laughs> he walking in classrooms, taking tests. He's six. Shirley talking about, yeah, little baby in your bed. Why is his ass in the bed? Oh. He's six. And it seemed to me like you don't even like him no more because you said, I don't want this little person between us with his body heat and, and all on my side. Damn, ain't that your baby? I know. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> we'll have part two of your response coming up, Steve, at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letters subject, body heat and sweaty feet. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is body heat and sweaty feet. Well, this letter right here uh, is about this couple that got married. They got one 16-year-old, and then they had an oops baby six years ago, and mm-hmm. it threw the woman into depression because she thought in her mid-40s she was going to be traveling, hanging out with their friends, and having a lot of wild sex. Okay, well, like I said, I don't know what 40s you was talking about. <laughs> I, I miss them. I, in you my did. 40s, I wasn't traveling a lot, you know, hanging out with my friends and having a bunch. Well, I wasn't traveling and hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of three isn't bad. <laughs> I wasn't traveling and hanging out with a lot of people. Oh, boy. Anyway, and then... You said, now I'm a boring boy, Mom, and my husband and I are both overweight. Normally, I would tackle this problem, but this problem ain't about overweight, because both y'all are overweight. We barely greet other with a kiss. It's hard to walk in the room, and you sitting down there in your chair, and then he got to bend over with his big ass to kiss you and then bend back up. See, I wasn't going to say nothing about the way I know. You weren't going to... It get in the way of kissing, though. When you're overweight, overweight, you know, you he go out to the car to say bye. Now, you got to roll the window. He got to bend down in that window to give you a kiss. You, you go, said you, just gotta, you weren't going to. Just go back out the driveway. You said you weren't going to spend time on what that. what I can't do is go down there and then get, get my tie caught on this car door handle. Now I'm down there. Now you dragging my fat ass down you the driveway. You said. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing about to being overweight because I don't really think this is what this letter is about. Why but are you now, bringing it up? Well, uh, I couldn't help it. <laughs> and then uh, we barely greet each other and we get home with sex is a thing of the past because we have a six-year-old in bed with us. Shirley kept saying the baby, a lot of people sleep with the baby in the bed. He's six. And? You talking about the boy that go to school? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the baby. You talking about the boy that go play recess, throwing mm-hmm. footballs and stuff? That boy. Yeah. He want to come sleep He's, in the bed. Yeah, six year old sleep with a parent. Yeah. yeah. Y'all That's got the best to be crazy. Y'all got to be crazy. My husband lets him sleep right in between us. And if I go to put him in his own bed, my husband is cool with letting him come back into our bed. I asked my husband, is a way to keep from having sex with me? And he said he didn't think I wanted him no more. See, this is two big people talking. This is, this is two big people having come. Here we go. Here. Back to the... I asked my husband. With my, see, I'm telling you what it is. They both overweight. I didn't think this was about weight. But, but you started. said you weren't going to I wasn't going to touch on it, but he, all these weight issues keep coming up. I asked my husband if it's a way to keep from having sex with me. He said he ain't think I wanted him no more. He done looked at you. You done looked at him. And he done said, who in the hell want my big ass? And then you said, well, how come you don't want me? He said, because this is too much. No, I can't. Oh, is I can't that, was that the conversation? No you know, I can't, I can't toss you like I used to. I can't handle it. You know, it's just a lot of work for me. This is about weight. Okay. And then... And he said he didn't think I wanted him anymore. Now, what I don't want is this little person between us with his body heat all on my side of the bed. I also do not want his little sweaty feet touching me during the night. Wait a minute. Is this your baby? Where'd y'all get the baby from? (laughs) Why are you talking about him like you don't even know this? I know. You might as well just say, who is this little MF in this bed with us? That's what you might as well say. Oh, my goodness. What? That's what it sounds like she's saying, don't it? Oh, man. Who who put this little thing in the bed with us? Damn, it's your baby. You, you, You really did suffer from depression. Postpartum. Yeah, and uh, I want my husband's body heat all on me at night. No, you don't. Not with his overweight ass, you don't. I'm <gasps> telling you right now. You think you want him all over you at night. You ever had a fat person lay up against you at night? Boy. You know how hot they get in there? <laughs> Obviously, you have. Is that what you're saying? You have? <laughs> no, I've had a regular-sized person against me, and I want him to go lay over there somewhere. <laughs> Baby, scoot over, scoot over. Oh, I want to cuddle. Hey, hey, I'm telling you, I'm hot now. <laughs> now you get a big person in that bed, so worked up a sweat. You gonna have a problem. My husband said our son has sweet feet and his tiny heart is warm because he's between us every night. I'm starting uh-huh. to read between the lines. My, I have a overlooking a lot of stuff in this. Obviously, my male cousin, when I told him about my marriage right away, he said, my husband cheated on me and he used our son to stay away from me at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true. The son is a blocker. He bringing the son in at a block. My husband said he noticed that my husband keeps his phone on silent all the time. This is something I never paid attention to. Is my husband on to something? Is our son in our bed for a reason? Please help. Well, your son is in the bed for a couple of reasons. Because something is wrong with y'all parenting skills. Y'all don't know how to make his little tall ass stay in that bed. But now, nah, it's two fat people in the bed. And I don't even know how y'all sleeping at all. All them people in the bed. We gotta go. And his little ass is sweating because he in there laying between two fat ass people. It ain't your baby fault. Your baby Leave family your in that bed on low roast. I'm surprised your baby ain't passed out. Low roast? Y'all two fat ass just cooking. Leave your comments. We gotta go, Steve. Leave your comments on today's letter. 
on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check us out on the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app where free never sounded so good. Coming up next, Junior with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Tommy did the picks this week. Let's I did the you... picks, um, Yeah. I did the picks. You did let's the picks, man. Did. Yeah, you did too, man. But let's, let's just look at it, though. Okay. You know, you picked the Steelers to beat the Browns. That was the first thing you did. And the <laughs> Browns <laughs> the Browns beat the Steelers. They did. What? They did. Yeah, the Browns beat yeah. the Steelers. What? The Browns beat the Steelers. <laughs> the Browns beat the Steelers. <laughs> I picked the Steelers weekend. Everything is on the hot. Look, Texas boys picked the Steelers over the Browns. I don't give a damn how the rest of your picks go now. You didn't pick the Texans, beat the Cardinals, man. That happened 21 to 16. Go ahead, Texas. All right, man. Jaguars over the Titans. You didn't pick the Jaguars. They did beat the Titans 34 to 14. Yep, yep. All right. Here you go, Tom. Here you go, another one. Dolphins over the Raiders. You did pick the Dolphins. Pick Come the Dolphins. on. They won 20 to 13. Wow, Tommy. Yeah. You picked the Cowboys too, Tommy. The Cowboys did beat the Panthers 33 teams. I'm on the road, baby. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that now. wasn't hard. He, 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 yeah, that wasn't hey. hard. Now, here we hey. have some trouble. We don't uh-uh. stand this one. You picked the Bears to beat the Lions, and they was winning. But the Lions won on last minute no, drive. No, no, you didn't the, pick Detroit. No, I picked the Lions, dog. I picked the Lions. No, my boy, yeah. I got my you down there for the Bass. No, the Lions, because my boy is the coach over there. I wouldn't go against the oh, Lions. Okay. I went, okay. I went with sorry. Aaron Glenn. I miss her. Okay, that's all good. Okay, come on, man. All right, you now. Pick, Chargers. Pick Detroit. Now, did you pick Detroit? Let me leave and y'all don't pick Detroit now. <laughs> Did I pick the Chargers? I can't remember that part. Dude. Yeah, you picked pick the Chargers. They didn't win. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the, Pack- the Packers beat the Chargers 23 to 20. Why is he you- gloating, though, on your <laughs> Okay. Oh, you didn't win. I, I saw it. I it. Don't worry about it. Uh, this is Tommy, though. Now, didn't you go with the Commanders, Tommy? You went with Washington, W-H-U-R, didn't you? you against it, yeah, I went with W-H-U-R, yeah. I did. Against the Giants. Well, Giants won, Tommy. No. W-H-U-R out again. Boy, <laughs> <this is> really <laughs> shit. I go down with, I go down with, with her. I'm with, with her yeah. all day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 49ers, you picked the 49ers over the Buccaneers, 27-14, man. Now, you did pick the Bills over the Jets. Bills won 32-6. to And wow. then, Tommy, you know, here you go, Tommy. You, you picked the Seahawks. You went with Geno. I did. They ain't win. Rams won 17 <laughs> 16. Okay, so I lost about three games. I ain't yeah, about three more games. That's all. It's not bad. But it was just funny, though. Some of them. But you did good, man. You ain't doing bad, man. Uh, we ain't mad at you, yeah. man. You did good. And the Browns won. But I won't pimp it back. But the damn Browns won. And the Browns won, man. That's all he cares about. <laughs> Without, without Deshaun. Without yeah. Deshaun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Junior. Thank you, Tommy. Coming up next at the top of the hour, a lady needs some advice after her boyfriend admits that he is broke. Right after this. Mm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. 
And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steve, this lady needs some advice. Her name is Valencia. She's from Dothan. She says, I dated my coworker for three months and he never invited me to his place. So I followed him home from work. His apartment complex wasn't very nice. He got out and went to an apartment and gave his keys, his car keys, to a lady that stuck her head out of the door. Then he walked into a totally separate apartment upstairs. Like a dummy, I finally told him that I followed him home and what I saw. He told me that he uses his neighbor's car because he can't afford the repairs on his car. He said he was afraid to be honest with me because he likes me so much. Would I be wrong to dump him because he's broke? Why do women do that, man? All this following somebody. That's just so damn And you don't think men do that? You think it's just a gender? Yeah. You get the (laughs) investigation. Well, y'all more CSI than we are. Y'all really are. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Y'all know that, too. Well, yeah. Yeah. And we're good at it, Uh, yes. If more women would look into things a little bit more closely, it could save y'all a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, he was honest in saying that he was embarrassed to tell you because he likes you so much. That's mm-hmm. an honest statement. Now, what you have to find out is two things. I don't know how old you all are, but he's not that old so that no kids involved don't look like. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Does this man have potential? Mm-hmm. If he has potential, you could be the very thing that could help him get to where he's trying to get to. But in order to determine if a man has potential, you have to find out what his goals are. I wrote this chapter in the book, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. There are five questions you need to ask a man. You need to find out his long-term goals and his short-term goals. And if he has a plan to attain those things, he could be going through a hard time right now. But is he worth it and valid? He may very well be. 
but he can't afford to repair his car. He used a lady's car downstairs to go to work. He She stuck her head out, though. He give her the key. He go upstairs. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, ain't nothing upstairs. Nothing. Uh, refrigerator. I look up. I look up so that you, dog. Refrigerator. You walk in. <laughs> he probably he, he probably got one bedroom or maybe a studio. Now that yeah. thing on the floor, that's the bed mat. <laughs> oh, but you, you sit on it in the afternoon. It's a couch, and then at night he just bring a comforter out the closet and he sleep on it. The refrigerator ain't got nothing in it. <laughs> now and he is this it, you it's, when it's, you were younger. Is that where yeah. you're saying this? Yeah, but you got to look. It's it's all about potential, ladies. Mm-hmm. If a man has potential and he has long-term goals, short-term goals, and he has a plan, do not attach yourself to a person who doesn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. Now, and then he could be a good guy. You you were having a decent time with him, but you followed him home. And, you know, you said, hey, the guy just was honest and said he was embarrassed. He liked you so much. So maybe he's, he could be worth it if he has a plan and he has some goals. Okay. All right. And Good then you could give the relationship some time and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Well, I think we have time for a, a, a one more, Steve. This one is from Olive in Terre Haute. She says, I'm in an open relationship and I live with my boyfriend and one of his girlfriends. We all have our own rooms, but he usually sleeps in my room. If I want him all to myself, I lock my bedroom door so his girlfriend can't come in. She gets jealous and it creates friction. So I suggested that she move out. Now, why is my boyfriend against it? Because he won't both y'all. He been having both y'all. Why is your boyfriend against it? Because he don't want just you. Mm-hmm. Who, who do that? And why y'all writing us with this? We don't care. <laughs> Too much. We ain't got to figure this out. Right we don't know how none of y'all look. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how y'all look. Who signed up for this? How mad do she get? How you think you can have him to yourself when you, you signed up to be in an open relationship? I don't care. Damn. <laughs> you don't care? All right. Man, I'm I'm too old for these type damn letters. Uh, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we will have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Snoop Dogg stunned all of his fans after posting that he stopped smoking marijuana. He stopped, he said. On Twitter, Snoop posted a somber-looking selfie with the caption, quote, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time, unquote. It's no secret that Snoop loves smoking, and he has started several businesses in the cannabis industry, including his own cannabis brand, Leafs by Snoop. Now, fans reacted by wondering if Snoop's health is at risk. And other sneak uh, think Snoop made the announcement as a marketing stunt. So, first of all, can you believe that Snoop finally has given up weed, given up smoking? Well, I mean, he's done it before. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him afterwards. He said, hey, Unc, man, I ain't felt this clear in years, man. It's amazing the things I take notice of now. So he's done it before. That's a hard That's one for him. him. Yeah, I hope it's not his health, though. I hope he is not. Well, most people go down there with their little health card to buy weed. Most of them. Yeah, exactly. If I I had to do it for Uh, health, I'd be down there with them dark-ass blue blocker glasses on. (laughs) Down there buying weed for my glaucoma. Uh. 
Yeah, well, Shirley, you ought to try smoking weed for your eyes. Why do you keep saying that? What? Well, what eyes. about my eyes? You, you It'll bring them down a little bit, sure. <laughs> bring them down. Oh. Take the sweater down. <laughs> anyway, we will have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather give up sex forever Be. or give up lying? Give up lying Be. forever? You'd give up yeah. lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell the truth. Yeah. You're lying yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. you. Yeah. Well, they lying about what you're uh, I don't believe you. But what we ain't finna do is give up sex. That ain't finna uh, no. go, go, I'm gonna tell happen. you whatever you need to hear. <laughs> All right. <laughs> would you w- would you rather for Thanksgiving dinner smoke turkey or glazed ham, Junior? I I go with smoked turkey. Um, turkey. You're not. Gonna I'm gonna go with that ham. I, I, I want a fried turkey. I'm gonna go with that glazed ham. Yeah, cause okay. smoked turkey, man, is when you smoke a chicken or you smoke turkey, it is hard to get that skin not to be rubbery. Mm. I've really? been. I done called Mo Case and I done called everybody about how to try not to get this skin to be so rubbery when you smoke it. They even talking about brining it for twenty four hours and all that. Huh. No, just that, I want that fried fry turkey, got me. man. <laughs> that turkey yes. juicy, man. I'm telling you right Ooh. now, get y'all a butterball fry or a master built turkey fry. Master uh-huh. built make a wonderful turkey fry. You can do it indoors. You ain't got to set your house on fire. None of that. It's oh, safe. That's a good thing. Because <laughs> they be outside in their garages just burning yes. their damn house down with yeah. that propane. <laughs> go out there, man, <laughs> dropping that turkey in that hot ass grease. <laughs> All right, would you rather. A nagging wife that can really cook or a sweet wife that can't cook? Aw. I'll take the sweet wife that can't cook. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Aww, sweet and can't cook. That's yeah. so sweet. That is really sweet. Be up in there with that nagging heifer. You got to be out your <laughs> damn mind. But she can throw yeah. down in the kitchen. That's, that's all right. Yeah. That's that, that's why that you attitude. Eating, <laughs> why are you eating? You got to hear that? <laughs> all right. One has to go. Thanksgiving dinner. One has to go. Mac and cheese. Greens, dressing, or yams. One has to go. Oh, oh, I know man. which one I'm putting out. Okay, which one? Okay, let me. You can put the damn greens out. Green, me too. The greens yeah. all day. But you can't take greens. them yams. I gotta have that mac and cheese. Yeah. Got to. And the dressing. That's all I got together. Wasn't even on yeah. that. Can't get rid of dressing. Uh-uh. Ever. You Junior? take the greens right on out the oh. way. Yeah, the greens. I ain't crazy about the greens. No. Okay. All right. Can I That's get some cool, yams though. with some green juice running up against it? Can I just go? <laughs> Delicious. All right. So everybody said greens. Yeah. Yeah. They okay. Yeah. That's pretty easy. much. All right. Would you rather go to Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or to a football game? What? You football going to the game. Oh, you I'm are going to the game. All right. I that's it. I don't even know who had them balloons here to be coming down there. That's it. Big giant ass. What is that? That's Pokemon. That's today's round of Would You Rather, what? guys. Coming up in 49 minutes after. <laughs> it's our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this Monday. Happy Thanksgiving week. It <laughs> is Happy here. Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. Can you, you believe it? Man. Cheese, baby. <laughs> I was no suggesting my closing remarks this to people. Uh-huh. That you take this time that they call Thanksgiving and you implement it in your daily regimen. Stop waiting to Thanksgiving to thank God for the year. Thank God for the blessings. Man, we ought to be doing this every single day. Every single day. Look, we don't, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving for any other reason just except just to see my family. That's Mm. the only reason I have Thanksgiving. I could care less what they talking about some pilgrims and the Matterhorn and the Native Americans that rescued them. They should have left all of them on that damn boat. Shouldn't have made nair quilt. Shouldn't have planted nair row of corn. If you'd have knew this, what they was going to do to y'all, man, I'd have let they ass freeze out there on that damn rock. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really, man. If you'd have knew this, what they was going to do. Would you not have left them on Plymouth Rock right where they were? I mean, let's just be real. Let's just deal with the real history of what this country has done. So instead of getting into that, let's be thankful all year round. I mean, man, take some time out and put this in your everyday regimen. Don't let a day go by that you don't wake up and give God thanks. Stop laying down at bed at night without thanking God for your day. The fact that you are able to lay there and lay down and get a chance to recuperate, regenerate yourself to go out here and deal with it tomorrow, that's another reason to be thankful. Don't wait on Thanksgiving to be thankful. Spend some time with your family. Enjoy them. You know, there are some people that ain't here this Thanksgiving that was at the last one. You you know, you got to think about that. You got to thank God that you still here. You still have a measure of health. You know, stop talking about what you don't have. And how about if you focus on some of the things that you do have? You know, I was uh, praying about this certain deal I wanted to happen, you know, and I was just, I kept hampering and just hammering the prayer home that I want this deal, I want this deal, I want this deal. And God reminded me of something, how he did it, I, 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 I can't share it. 
But he reminded me of something. He said, Steve, it's almost like he didn't, I didn't hear a voice or nothing, but it came to me in the form of Steve. Have you stopped to take a look at what I've already done for you? So while you sitting up in here with all this concern about what you don't have, have you taken a look around, young man, at what I have done for you? Have you not taken an inventory of all the blessings I've given to you that you didn't even know you had coming your way? Do you know all the grace that I've afforded you in your life? Do you know how many times I've forgiven you? Do you have any idea of the number of times I had your back when you didn't know I was covering you? Do you know how many times I worked stuff out on your behalf so when you walked into the room, it was already done? Mm. Do you know the rooms that are being speaking your name right now and you have no idea that I'm arranging things in your life? You steady asking me for something, boy, but have you stopped to remember what all I have done for you? You tell people all the time that you one of my favorites. But do you know why you're one of my favorites? Have you taken the time to go down the list of stuff I've done for you, Steve Harvey? And man, when I do that, I get real quiet. I get real quiet. Because God been good to me. But if you take an inventory of your life, I bet he been good to you too. But see, what you got to do is you got to stop comparing yourself to others. Just just, just go down the list of what he done for you. Skip the car you see in the neighbor's yard every year. You don't know what that neighbor going through. Some of these people barely making payments on this stuff right here, man. There's people doing stuff just to show out. You don't even know what's going on up the street. There's some people out there you see waving at you in that driveway. They ain't happy at all. You better go in there and be good with your spouse. Man, if you got a good if you got a good husband, you better be grateful. If you got a good wife, you better be grateful. If your family still love you, you better be grateful. Man, <laughs> you got a roof over your head, you better be grateful. You eating, be grateful. It's so many things to be grateful for. God has been good to you. I'm just a reminder. Because I had to remind my stupid self sometime sitting up here steady asking for more and then forgetting to be grateful for what I got. Man, God said, you must be out your mind. Have you lost it completely? Of all the things I've taught you, you can't remember to be grateful to me. Are you kidding me, Steve Harvey? So Steve Harvey had to straighten himself out. So I'm telling y'all, here's my suggestion to you. Be grateful year round. Make sure every day and every night is filled with gratitude. Now, in between there, you can send all your requests to God. Lay them at his feet. Don't ever stop asking. Don't ever stop wanting him. Don't ever stop praying. But before you pray, tell God that you're grateful for all he's done. Before you ask for one thing from him, tell him how much you should that you appreciate all he's done for you. That simple application of gratitude will change your attitude which will then have a direct effect on your altitude. Those are my closing remarks. If you did not like those closing remarks, I hope you can't find your cranberry sauce this year. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great holiday, everybody. We love you.
Steve Harvey contest. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.